Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hey there, my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 64 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. October is rolling on by, and I wish it would slow down just a bit. Kind of the way I wish my thoughts would slow down a bit too lately. I think when you are full of life... Um, like I try to be, you are forever trying to catch up to your thoughts, to all the ideas that you have, to all the things you want to create and do and experience. I actually get chills of excitement when I think about it. So I guess that's a good thing. It definitely means that I'm in agreement with spirit right now. So I'm just going to have to roll with it and hope that everything's going to work out in the end. So in this week's podcast episode, I am thrilled to bring you personal development great Earl Nightingale. Now, Earl, like so many others that I've learned about, is one of those people that came to me from other mentors of mine, namely Bob Proctor. I just mentioned this in the last episode 63, and also during episode 56 when I introduced you to Bob. I'm pretty sure that Jim Rohn also spoke about Earl Nightingale as well. The personal development world is small. The funny thing about my knowledge of Earl Nightingale is that it's only recently, within the last year, that I began to really look at his work to who he was as a person. I think one of the reasons for this is that teachers show up in your life when you, the student, are ready for them. I've come to a place in my personal development journey that I'm much more deliberate in what I'm practicing and I'm laser focused on certain things that I'm trying to achieve for myself. I think this is only natural when you have been practicing and studying something for a while that you are so passionate about. At first, you are all consumed by it. You wanna learn everything you can and apply it to as much as possible in your life. So your strokes tend to be very broad, right? Over time, that passion becomes ingrained in you and in a second nature. The early lessons are now habits. Now you can go deeper on things and really tailor it to your goals and aspirations. That is where I am. But I digress. Back to Mr. Nightingale. Let me share with you some of his amazing accomplishments. And I really do mean amazing. He wrote and recorded over 7,000 radio programs, 250 audio programs, as well as television programs and videos. He was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame in 1985. His recording, The Strangest Secret, which we will get to shortly, went on to receive a gold record, the only spoken word recording to ever go gold. Earl's radio program, Our Changing World, became the most highly syndicated radio program ever and was heard across the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, South Africa, the Bahamas, and 23 countries overseas, as well as the Armed Forces Network. He is considered one of the best modern-day philosophers, and that really is just scratching the surface. But where did he get his start in life? 
I always like to learn about a person's beginnings because that is usually where seeds are planted, where ideas and questions are asked. I know that has been true for me as well and probably you too. Earl, like several other of the other personal development greats I've introduced you to, was a depression era child. He was born in 1921 in Los Angeles, California. He actually lived in a tent in a poor community called Tent City in Long Beach with his parents and two brothers. By 1933, his father left his mother and she was placed in the position of having to raise her three boys on her own. His mother was fortunate enough to have a job as a seamstress at the WPA sewing factory. Back then, most people didn't even have a job as the Great Depression was in full swing. It was this time at the age of 12 that Earl really began his quest to find out the puzzle of the rich and poor. He wanted to know the secret of success. He could see others thriving in in a time that so many were not and understood that there had to be a reason for this. He wanted to know why people turned out the way they did. So he began making frequent trips to the Long Beach Public Library. Now I'm going to pause here for just a minute. When I learned all of this about Earl, I smiled from ear to ear and once again gave a little nod to the universe and the way it works. I could see so many parallels in Earl's story and my own. Even though we grew up in different times, we share a lot of the same experiences and we both had that quest for knowledge and understanding at an early age. Not a coincidence, people. It never is. So back to Earl's story. His mother was a great influence on him and encouraged her son to learn all that he could. At the age of 17, he enlisted in the Marine Corps. He was stationed in 1941 in Pearl Harbor and was in fact on board the USS Arizona when it was attacked by the Japanese. Earl was only one of 12 enlisted service members, Marines that day to survive the Arizona and was pulled to shore by a fellow Marine after being blown off the lookout tower. Earl never spoke much about that experience, except to say that he felt he had been spared for some reason. Well, I think it's safe to say we know what that reason was. After Earl returned to the States and was an instructor at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina, it was here that Earl's radio career began when he was hired by WJNC. He went on to work for a radio station in Phoenix where he moved to with his wife, Diana, and eventually to Chicago, which at the time when radio was in its heyday was the heart of all of the action. With Earl's talent and amazing voice, it wasn't long before he was offered jobs at both NBC and CBS. CBS was the winner, and this is where he became a legendary icon for kids as the voice of the radio hero, Sky King. He did that role for four years. He did many other creative things during his time at CBS as well. Later on, Earl expanded his horizon and bought a small Franklin Life Insurance Agency. Every Saturday, he would give little pep talks to the salesmen, hoping to inspire and motivate them to be the best salesman they could. He was able to improve the company from being last in sales to number six. And it was in 1956 that Earl wanted to take an extended vacation, a fishing trip. And the office manager of the insurance company at the time knew the salesman relied heavily on Earl's pep talks and was concerned that sales would drop without those talks from Earl. So he decided to put together a recording that the salesman could play in his absence. Well, that recording was the strangest secret and went on to become the gold record that I spoke of earlier. 
It was around this time that Earl met Lloyd Conant, himself a self-made man, and together they formed the Nightingale Conant Corporation, an electronic publishing company. Together they went on to grow the company to become a multi-million dollar giant in the self-improvement field. They also developed the longest running syndicated radio, radio program that I spoke of um, just a few minutes ago, Our Changing World. Okay, now they have a little background on Earl. Let's talk about his teachings. Because Earl was a consummate student and seeker of knowledge, particularly in the area of success and what makes people successful, he very much, like myself, pulled in ideas and points of view from many different sources. And it was when he read the book Think and Grow Rich, of course, by Napoleon Hill, that everything clicked for him. It was then that he realized that the key to success and the key to failure is we become what we think about. This is why I say your mindset and what you think about is so important. It's everything. And you need to treat it that way. Now, I've heard Bob Proctor talk about Earl Nightingale and how much he learned from him for years. So I always knew there was something special about him. And to be fair, I had heard his name from other mentors as well. But then, like I said, about a year ago, I decided to look a little deeper into him because I had come across a recording on YouTube of The Strangest Secret. I thought, well, this must be a sign. I mean, I've been on YouTube for quite some time. So the fact that I had never come across the recording before meant that this was now the time to officially meet Earl. When I say that I had so many aha moments the very first time that I listened to this recording, I'm not kidding. And just the sound of his voice alone makes you want to listen to him. The entire recording is just 35 minutes long, and he packed so much wisdom into that 35 minutes. The first half is all about what the strangest secret is. And the second half is how to use the strangest secret to achieve success in your own life. He quotes multiple teachers, doctors, philosophers, the Bible, you name it, throughout the recording. All the many people he had learned from over the years, again, another parallel between Earl and myself. It's so funny. My husband Rick cringes when I talk about the teachers and mentors I have learned from in the last 25 plus years in my podcast or in my videos and soon to be upcoming book, which I'm so excited about. I keep trying to explain to him that is how you develop your own style and viewpoint and really for me, process for using personal development successfully. For me, it's to take what I find to be the best, what I have found useful, and to add my secret sauce, if you will, to the recipe. I will always give credit, as do any of the legitimate teachers in this space, to those who have contributed to my kick-ass style of personal development. When you are a seeker of knowledge like Earl and myself, you will always be looking for those golden nuggets of wisdom that are out there and finding ways to utilize them in your own life. And everyone's life experience is different. Therefore, there is no one size fits all. And even the size you are should always be changing, which is why you must constantly seek out new teachers that add to your spiritual growth. I say spiritual growth because spirit, after all, you all know by now, is the essence of who we are. Right from the very first opening lines of The Strangest Secret, Earl tells you exactly what he wanted to talk about. And it is in fact that people don't think. Funny thing is, even though this was recorded in 1956, the same still holds true today. After one minute into the recording, Earl tells you about 100 average men. Now, he refers to men a lot, but again, it is the times. He means women as well and does include everyone throughout the recording. But he gives this 
us this statistic about 100 average men who all started out even at the age of 25 and asks you, what do you think will happen to them by the age of 65? Here's what he says. One will be rich. Four will be financially independent. Five will still be working and 54 will be broke. Clearly not everyone makes it to 65. And statistically speaking, only about 70% of us do. But he's telling you these numbers to point out that only five make the grade. In other words, only 5% achieve success. Success being defined as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man or woman is working towards a predetermined goal and they know where they are going, then they are a success. If they are not doing that, then they are a failure. Conformity, as Rollo May puts it in his book, Man's Search for Himself, is the problem in our society. And Earl goes on to point out that too many people are conforming to the 95% who don't make the grade. People with goals succeed because they know where they are going and people without them don't. It's not just about financial success. It's about being happy in your life overall. That's why the key to success and the key to failure is that we become what we think about. And it's not what we think about for five minutes. It's what we repeatedly think about. Earl said the human mind is the last greatest unexplored continent on earth. It contains riches beyond our wildest dreams. It will return anything we want to plant. So we need to pick our seeds or goals carefully. Negative or positive, the mind doesn't care what you plant. It doesn't judge. So it is up to us to choose wisely. Like Dr. Norman Vincent Peale said, if you think in positive terms, you will achieve positive results. If you think in negative terms, you'll get negative results. In three words, believe and succeed. I'm here to tell you it really is that simple and I see it all the time. So I know that I focus a lot on Earl's The Strangest Secret and that is because it is so powerful. But Earl has an entire body of work that he puts forth for people to learn and to grow from. And one program that stands out above all the others is Lead the Field. Now, I've only just begun diving into this program, which consists of the audiobook that is about three and a half hours long, plus the printed version, which is only about 100 pages. And it includes a space at the end of each chapter for notes and actions for you to take. Earl and his partner, Lloyd Conan, created this program back in 1960, which is quite often referred to as the program of the presidents, because so many top executives utilize the guidance and wisdom of Earl's into their own management philosophies. This amazing program is a practical course on how to think and act like a successful business person. Earl uses timeless stories to make his points, and they are as profound as they are simple. I'm excited to have found this program now, of course, because, and that's no coincidence, because I've been looking for some direction to help get my business to the place where I can see it in my mind, right? To attain the goals that I have for it and know that I'm capable of achieving. I definitely had a soul jump when I started reading it. That tingly all over feeling showed up and I couldn't stop smiling. I'm still smiling now because I knew what the universe had just handed me. Lead the Field has arguably changed more lives and created more millionaires than any other program the Nightingale Conant has produced. When you read and study this program, you will start moving into the top 5% of the world's earners. The very first chapter alone, which is entitled The Magic Word, is all about attitude, and it will move you along a better path. I always say attitude is everything. I tell my kids this, 
I tell my husband this. Earl said, our environment is a reflection of our habitual attitude. So that doesn't mean a crappy day here and there are going to throw you off and alter your overall environment and experience in the world. Again, it is what we think and do day in and day out that matter. Earl gives five things to practice every day to help achieve that winning successful attitude. They are first, it's our attitude at the beginning of a difficult task, which more than anything else will bring about its successful outcome. Second, our attitudes towards others determine their attitudes towards us. We're all interdependent. The success we achieve in life will depend largely on how we, well we can relate to others. Third, before you can achieve the kind of life you want, you must think, act, talk, and conduct yourself in all of your affairs as with the person you wish to become. Keep a mental picture of that person before you as often as you can during the day. Fourth, remember that the higher you go in any organization of value, the better the attitudes you'll find, and that great attitudes are not the result of success. Success is the result of great attitudes. Finally, the deepest craving of the human being is for recognition and self-esteem, to be needed, to feel important, to be recognized and appreciated. That includes our loved ones and everyone else with whom we come in contact with during our day. Even if you never read or listen to another word of this program, these five things will make a huge difference for you, I promise. We get what we expect, so always expect the best. Expect the best from yourself and others. Always hold others in the highest place that you can see them, even if they can't see it themselves. This is one of the things that I love about being a personal development coach, that I get to hold that vision for someone and support them in reaching that. Discovering Earl Nightingale was discovering someone who thinks the way I do. That is huge. And I don't mean that we think the same exact things. I'm talking about our thinking process, always trying to put the puzzle pieces together. I'm good at puzzles, and I think it's because I can just see where the pieces fit. It works with my creative thinking, problem solving, and the fact that I'm a visual learner. Earl was the same kind of person. Most of Earl's teachings are audio recordings because that is the space he worked in, and his amazing voice and delivery shined with the spoken word. Now for me, Jim Rome will always be my favorite person to listen to because of his sense of humor and that Midwestern drawl of his. But I have found that I enjoy listening to Earl and Bob Proctor just as much. Even though these gentlemen are from a different time, their messages are timeless, and that's what makes them great. Earl said succeeding takes time. It takes dedication, 100% commitment, and creative thought. We are all capable of doing this, so no excuses, people. All right, everyone. I think we're in a good place to wrap this episode up. I hope that you've enjoyed learning about Earl Nightingale as much as I have. I've included lots of links to his material on my website under the show notes for this episode. Take the time to check out his teachings. The investment in your continued personal growth is so worth it and will pay you back tenfold. Have a great week. Don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe. Let me continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time.